What's going on? It's Charles Botenston. Today we're going to be going over the book that is my top probably 10 that I've ever read and obviously top 10 that I've read. A lot of people hear that and they say, well, actually it's not in my top 10. I understand it might not be in your top 10, but we're going to be going over, if you want the book notes, in other words, the highlights that I have, it was a lot. It was actually a little too many. I went a little book note highlight crazy. I, I actually read on a Kindle with Audible at 2x so I can go through the book quicker because I don't read fast. The link to the book notes is below. I'm going to go over his rules of winning, okay? If you want the book notes, it's below. Here are the rules, and I'm going to go over a couple of things before I get started. Number one is Tim Grover is a very similar guy to David Goggins. So if you're not a Goggins fan or if you want a toned down Goggins, it's a little bit like Tim Grover, but Tim Grover is extremely intense. He doesn't care about your feelings. He doesn't care about you whining and complaining in your victim mindset. I, I saw him speak at a conference. It was, it was a kind of a, uh, you know, it was like a, not a smaller conference, but it was like an invite only conference and he crushed it. And I, I left with like four pages of notes. I'm like, this guy, is exactly what I need every single day. I wish he could just be there when I wake up and just be like a drill instructor and I will be doing a lot better in life, to be honest, because he's very intense and a lot of people don't like that. They, they want things sugar-coated. They want it to make me feel good. That's not this book, okay? It is not this book at all. So we'll get into it. Number one is winning makes you different and different scares people. I've experienced this in my own life, is that when I do three things that I really like. Number one is I do triathlons. Number two is I read personal development books. And number three, I do real estate. So my job, what I do on, for fun, which is reading books, job is real estate, reading books is for fun, and for exercise, not exercise, but passion, is triathlons. That scares people because a lot of people don't have a personality. They just do whatever's cool. Okay, uh, that's embarrassing, to be honest. And, and there's a cowardice within today's society about people who are not willing to be different. They're just like, what should I be told? How, how should I act? What are my opinions, media? And it's embarrassing. You know, you, you, you literally, these people that you know are just going after what's cool, what's trending, what's the hashtag, what's the, what's the, the social thing now? And they have no personality. This is the best way to start is that you must be different. You must break away from the crowd. Tim Ferriss, I was just listening um, to him yesterday and he just said this. He's like, listen, when I'm in group think, when I'm in the majority, I step back. And that's exactly like me is I step back. I'm like, you know, why do we all believe this? I, I, don't, I don't like this. I get this weird feeling. Number two, winning wages war on the battlefield of your mind. Perfect example, yesterday I was winning wages war on the battlefield of your mind and not physical, okay? There's a great book there uh, that I read a couple of years ago. I, it was before all of these book notes and book reviews and whatnot, and it talked about um, that there's, there's people actually have more in the tank, but their mind tells them no. In other words, the mind is the governor of the body. In other words, when you're in a golf cart, there's a governor that, that slows the cart down so it doesn't go too fast. You can pull the governor out 
and then the governor just had, and then the golf cart just goes as fast as whatever the golf cart goes. I used to be a caddy for seven years, so we were always trying to push the limits of going down a hill on a golf cart. And that's our mindset. Yesterday, the example I was going to give, I was on my bike. I was doing two and a half hours of a pretty tough ride. In other words, the watts were high, and I noticed, and I'm, you know, I'm sweating, and I'm tired, and I just want to get off the bike, and it's indoor training. It's not outside, and I noticed that at that moment, it was only about 15 minutes left of two and a half hours of pedaling, that that's when the mind really started screaming. The ego started screaming and saying, dude, just got, hop off the bike. You already did enough. Don't finish the workout. Don't worry about it. So in other words, the battlefield that was raging in my brain was in my mind about stopping, about it's okay, take it easy. You have to get to the point where you want to stop. Everyone's gone through this when they're running a race. They want to stop. They want to slow down. They want to walk. And if you push through that, on the other side is freedom. And it's the most freeing feeling that you could have is that that's the second wind. It's the runner's high, whatever you want to call it. Number three, winning is the ultimate gamble on yourself. I'm not going to go through all of them, but it really is, is that too many people are putting their say their, I don't know, their, their interest and everything into their partner, say they're married, you know, or their kids, or their job, or their sport. Their whole identity is something on the outside. And to be honest, that has to do with what I was talking about before with the cowardice of going on, is that they don't know themselves. I was thinking about this and actually said it out loud in my apartment, which is most people don't know themselves at all. They have no idea what makes them tick. They just go through life just clueless what triggers bad habits and bad vices, and they have no idea what makes them feel good or what, what they really enjoy. They don't know how they get tired, when they get tired, why they get tired, why they're groggy, why they're hungover. They don't, they don't know any of these triggers I posted about it on social media is that know thyself is the most important quote that you can think of by far. And when you bet on yourself, you're gambling because it's not going to work out most of the time, to be honest, probably 60 or 70% of the time of, of say running the pace that you want. If you're exercising or lifting the weight that you want 60 or 70% of the time, it's probably not going to work out. Or you're making sales calls, your sales calls percentage for closing is going to be like 3%. 4% if you're good. And this is through millions of different sales metrics. Keep it on. Winning isn't heartless, but you'll use your heart less. In other words, it's selfish. Winning is selfish. You literally have to enter the court, the arena, and say, I'm the best. And you do that within dating, like I'm the best option for you. You don't say that, but you, you, you hint it. And you act into that. Or you're going in for a job interview and you say, yeah, I'm the best candidate. You don't say that, but you act it out. It's the same thing. You're going for a sales appointment or a presentation. And you want to close a deal or get a proposal or a contract. Um, we're, our company is the best or I'm the best person, especially if you're a solopreneur, is that you have to walk in thinking I'm the best. Okay. Otherwise, you'd be like, actually, they're better. They're better. That's, that's, that's heartfelt. That's nice. 
Winning belongs to them, and it's your job to take it away. This is exactly what I was talking about. Winning belongs to them, and it's your job to take it away. Because someone else is already number one. Okay, someone else woke up earlier, someone else lifted more than you, someone made more sales calls, someone made closed more deals, someone has a nicer house or a prettier spouse or a more fun relationship or they travel more. Someone's already number one, you know? It's like you can't be number one in everything. What are the areas that you're focusing on? I already told you my three, okay? And I really want to make Kona championships, which is the triathlon championships. I have to say, there's already number one. I want to be number one so I can make the world championships. Number two is personal development. I want to be the best when it comes to speaking. I don't want someone else to be, actually, I'm better at speaking. The whole crowd loves them. And yes, of course, that's an internal, it's, it's two things. It's abundance mindset where everyone can win, but also little competition, little friendly competition. There is no balance. There's no balance. This, this whole notion of balancing is just delusional. You don't wake up and just say, hey, listen, I can't wait to balance my triathlon training at 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. to then shower till 7 to arrive work at 7.30 to 7.45. Why is, that, why, is that, why is that not balanced? Because the night before, you didn't go to dinner. The night before, you didn't have a glass of wine. The night before, you didn't stay up on watching bad TV or your cell phone or social media scrolling through it. It's selfish. It's also... Uh, not balancing your life to get what you want. My life is not balanced, okay? I'm balancing. When I'm in an appointment, I'm fully in present in the appointment. But when I'm out of the appointment, I'm not thinking about the appointment, okay? There's also things that I know that don't really make me too excited and happy, and that's taking, say, a lot of vacations or even going on vacation. I don't really... It's not really my thing. It's not really my jazz. There's a lot of people that love it and they know themselves, okay? They balance, say, vacation as a priority and not everything else. Winning takes you through hell and if you quit, that's where you'll stay. I know this firsthand. You know, yesterday, I didn't have really the greatest day knowing uh, I, I, I had a huge day of outreach prospecting and nobody said yes. And this, this weird cortisol anxiety kind of like feeling came over me around 4.35 o'clock. I didn't go to the pool to release this energy that I had built up from a bad day. And it sucked going home because you really are, you start questioning a lot. You're in hell at that point. You're questioning like, am I good at sales? Should I continue this? Am I going to make enough money? I really want to grow. I want to bring on someone else. I want to... All these questions just start flowing through your brain, and if you stop, that's where you stay. If I, don't, if I didn't show up today, do my triathlon training in the morning, show up for prospecting, and then do this video, I would be in hell. And that's where you'd belong if you didn't show up again for the next day, knowing that was yesterday. Today's a different day. We'll keep on going, because we're, we're probably around 12 minutes. Uh, winning is a test with no correct answer. Winning is a test with no correct answer. The path that you take towards success, no one probably has taken that path. Tom Brady completely blazed the trail. Michael Jordan completely blazed the trail. Kobe Bryant completely blazed a trail. In other words, they did something no one has done before. 
they got questioned. They got called selfish. They got called all these names. You know, I can't believe you're doing this. There's no balance to your life. Why don't you go out? Why don't you party? Why don't you drink like all the other NBA stars? Well, because I want to be the best. I want to I win, what, four championships he won? Uh, I don't think you need balance for that. And to be honest, for him, he carried a lot of those championships on his back. He just said, I'm not losing. Winning never lies. The winner, you, you, can't, you can't come in second and be like, well, the, the, the winner did something in, in the race, the sprint, or, the, or Tour de France. Yes, of course, doping and whatnot. But I mean, you, you, can't, you can't cheat your way like banking or fraud or identity theft. In other words, if you're the best, you got to put in the work. If, if you want to be the best real estate agent, you got to put in the work. Okay, no one's going to trust you with their multi-million dollar house here in New York City. A lot of people say, well, this person knows all these connected people. Yeah, they might have a head start, but someone that's worth a lot of money, they have a $10 million place, is not going to just give you for charity their home to sell. Oh, I know this person and they have a son who's in real estate. Here's my $10 million place. Go sell it. No, they want the best. They want a winner. And a winner never lies. In other words, it's not not telling the truth. It's the winner. You can't fake it. You can't fake being the best. You, Tom Brady doesn't fake, you know, the amount of rings that he's gotten. Winning isn't a marathon. It's a sprint with no finish line. It's, it's, it, it's exactly true where the, you have the, the macro sprint, which is your whole life. Then you have seasons within your life. You're younger, you start working, then you start raising um, your value within the marketplace, you start making more money, then you start maybe giving back all the value that you accumulated. Each part of that is a sprint because no one's like, I'm not gonna allow someone to take an apartment and list it unless there's some competition from me. I'm not gonna be like, oh, I feel bad for this person, you should probably list this apartment. No, I wanna list your apartment, it's competition. We're all competing. All the real estate agents are competing for that. And it's a sprint to getting the email out, getting on the phone, getting on the appointment, ensuring that we're the best ones. All of that is not balanced. It's not, it's selfish. There's competition and the owner chooses the winner. It's meritocracy in in 98% of the, the times. And finally, winning is everything. Actually, I'll, I'll talk about another thing right after this is that, you know, what, what better feeling is it than, you know, even, even if you're not winning the race that you're participating in or, you know, getting the appointment feels good. Getting the listing feels good. Getting and closing the deal feels good. Waking up early feels good. Getting done with a workout feels good. You know, there's, there's nothing that is artificial that I would trade anything for that. There's no drugs, there's no pornography, there's no food, there's no escape into social media or the TV drama realm or movies or TV series that replaces winning. It's everything. And what I was gonna say before is that it knows all of your secrets. It knows all of your secrets. It knows how to get you out of running in the morning. It knows how to make you not show up for something like 
say a presentation or you're going to be doing a uh, public speaking event, it says, no, don't, don't do it. It might be embarrassing. Maybe you're not qualified. Someone else is better. You might get nervous. You might stutter. You might fall off the stage. The mic might stop. You might not know. Do you feel qualified? Are you a fraud? Your mind knows the exact excuses to use. The alarm goes off in the morning and your mind just starts. Snooze it. Go back to bed. Do it again tomorrow. Don't worry about it. Take a day off. You don't need it. Take rest. And it just starts flooding you with excuses all day long. It knows everything about you. So if you like the book interview, um, interview, review, then subscribe to the channel. The book notes are below. These are his language of winning, as Tim Grover says. And obviously, we're going to be having countless other book, inter- I'm probably book reviews, probably, I'm probably 15 or 20 behind. And I'm continuously reading right now. I'm going through a whole fix of Jim Rohn. And Jim Rohn just has just absolute fire. Just short books to the point. So any questions, leave in the comments below. Talk to you guys soon.